a dumbass. Stupid makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Life has life, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, am I sorry? <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, I am sorry. I do feel bad at times. I, I think we should do better with at least notifying you guys when we're going to go on a, yeah. a little mini break. But again, as she said, life happens. It's not intentional. Like, oh, fuck the podcast today. No, it'd be like, gee. Exactly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But anyway, how are you? How have you been? Any updates, highlights? Oh my gosh, guys. I think I've had so much happen. As y'all know, I did start a new job. Um, so that's been good. That's been going well. Um, what else has happened? I've been able to submit all of my graduate documents for me to do my clinical observations. I got it oh, in on that's time. awesome. Good job. So, yes, yeah, that's what I've been really hustling to do. Like, I've been having to get these observations in, write these feedback forms, still do school, still do jobs. So, I'm super happy. I got it all in on time. Everybody cooperated. Everybody sent in mm-hmm. their hours. Um, I need to buy everybody a gift card, honestly. How many people did you? Uh, I guess a lot of different people, too. A lot of different people. So, I'm going to get everybody like a little coffee gift card. Mm-hmm. Maybe buy a little bulk something to yeah. thank people for getting those in on time. That's good. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Because when school, are you done with in June? Um, With like work school or my program school? Um, your master's, your program. My master's is finished. Isn't that what you're talking about? Yes, 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 yes. No, yeah. just when you say uh, June, because that's done in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, December. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of... um. Um, graduates are like masters are like graduated in June. Right. No, I started in the December. Okay, got mm-hmm. it, got it. So it's two years, Abby. Was mm-hmm. yours one two years? Mm-hmm. See, you went by fast. Do you feel like it went by fast? I yeah, I just feel like, you know, I always try to tell myself when I want to do something and it has like a time limit mm-hmm. on it. I'm like, the time is gonna pass anyway. What am I gonna do with okay, it? Okay, exactly. And that's kind of what it's been. It's been like this two years has just been a whirlwind in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I've been in my master's program mm-hmm. doing it. So it's been cool. Fingers crossed, last leg coming up. Hopefully, everything is just smooth. Amen. It's so shall it be. It will be smooth. Mm. Good job. Good How job. about you? I'm trying to think. Do I have any? Hi- my mom, well, my son is two now. Yeah. So, that's a great highlight. Like, oh, my God, he is a two-year-old. Like, taller, taller. My mom came from Houston, so that was definitely nice. Um, I'll say that's been a highlight. Like, you know, just celebrating and just, you know, looking back. Oh, I feel like I just had him and now here he is. He's two. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, he's gonna be five, six, eight, you know. Right. So that has been my highlight and let me see what else. Grateful for a good client's work has been okay. That's uh, good. And then my son obviously is he's a little bit sick, so I'm sure you guys can hear him in the background. 
Hey, take it easy. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So you guys definitely, um, as we like to say, think about the moment in your days. Um, have a highlight, any little thing that makes you smile, because we know life be life when again. Um, so just try and stay positive, okay? So Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot, 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 hot topics. Hot topics. So since we said life be life in and just trying to stay positive, it seemed like our girl, Black China, she's like, Changing her life around. Mm-hmm. Like, she's turning in a new leaf. Like, oh, that's Angela White now. Okay. <laughs> she's not Black China no more. You can't call her that anymore. Um, But apparently, um, she has deleted her OnlyFans. Mind you, her OnlyFans was bringing her a million. She was, like, one of the, like, top paid OnlyFans. She supposedly okay. was making $240 million a year. Damn. Off OnlyFans. Are you sure? You that, sure it's not $20 million? $240 million. Now it's Is that possible? Dang, it's Black China, they say. Damn. Um, she removed all her fillers, her implants that she has. She got baptized. She changed her name. Um, she also removed the denom- um the demonic tattoos that she has on her body. And she's just, I don't know. She's just changing. What do you think prompted this? Um, you know, honestly, I've watched. I I like Black China as a person. Like I like Angela. I really okay. actually do. And I've followed her for a long time. And I've been one of the people who've always chronicled and advocated that she is this person at the core. Mm-hmm. But her life and everything around it made her a different person. Her childhood, her yeah. mama, the, the man, whole Tyga, being yeah. a stripper, all of that. The lifestyle. The yeah. lifestyle. Because this was always her. Like, when she was with Tyga, she was leaving the she strip was scene. She was wifey. She was wifey. Remember, she had her lash bar business. She was doing different things. And I think that whole trauma with, you know, him and Kylie and everything really pushed her mm-hmm. back to a lifestyle that she only knew to survive. Mm-hmm. So I am happy to see her. I'm happy she's taking all that stuff out because that, I think for black china to do it you know when came michelle did it it was a fool yeah she did it and then she ended up putting more stuff it, yeah it was a i'm fool. like she looks completely different like it was a gag but this would be hopefully a, a great a movement and a, a okay to a lot of the girls who i think see want to take it out i yeah. predict dream doll will be next and taking out her stuff i feel like she you know i think that a lot of these women are like mm, i'm getting older my real body is setting in it doesn't look or like, like it they looks. just don't even like it anymore yeah. you know like you just feel like this is just isn't me this isn't i mean cuz i wonder how they feel when they look at old pictures of them mm-hmm. and then look at their current self like do you feel like this is your face you know what i'm saying yeah. and I, honestly a lot of times it don't be looking good like black china she was starting to look weird she was starting to look like a like a plastic yeah like, like uh, the giovanni Fasado, whatever you know donatella yeah. Yeah, yes. like the cheek is a little bit too... It's, it's just, too sharp. Yes, the chin is... It's, it's just like, girl, what's going on? So for me, I, as you said, I really do hope like this is not just like a, a spur of the moment thing. Like, I'm just going to take all of this out because maybe I'm feeling some type of way. And then like, I really hope that like, this is a long-term thing for her, like a true journey, a lifestyle change and everything. Um, but all in all, definitely proud of, proud of her. This yeah, they say the other girlies are following suit with mm-hmm. Alexis Sky also getting on the internet to um, to kind of like apologize uh-huh. or whatever to all the girls she fought. You know, I just feel like at the end of the day, all of these women were like 20. Mm-hmm. When we met them and all the things they were doing, yeah. they were like 20, 21, 22, and they're like 30 now. Yeah. Honey, look, I'm not saying I was the wildest, but me now and me at 20 is a different mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. It's a different person. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Congratulations to them for growing up. Kudos to her. 
So now um, we getting to the real hot topic of the week. So, you know, I got some new bass. I love me some Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows how I feel about Drake. And after a series of movies and shows, I found myself falling in love with Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. So this week, though, Mr. Jonathan Majors um, was accused of a domestic violence incident with um, what is kind of reported to be his girlfriend. We still kind of really don't know it, but what we do know is that they say he got into a domestic violence incident with his girlfriend, and his lawyer maintains that he is innocent of all charges. However, a text message was released between the two of them where um, you basically see her, quote-unquote, saying it wasn't her. So I'm going to read some of it so that you know we can have some context there. It says, please let me know you're okay when you're when you get this. They assured me that they won't you won't be charged. Sorry, it's small, y'all. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did. And I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. She then follows up and says, they called again to check on me, and I reiterated how this was not an attack, and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about strangulation, and I said, point blank, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior. Out of care. She promised all will be relayed. Okay. So, how do you feel about it since that's your boo? I'm immediately disappointed okay. at the whole situation. Mm. Um, disappointed because no matter what actually happened, clearly what happened went too far. Mm-hmm. No matter what it was. Um, so I am disappointed at that. Mm-hmm. That whatever the situation was, it went too far. And unfortunately, when you become a star to the magnitude of which he has grown, you cannot... Be careless with how you react to anything. Facts, facts. With that being said, I. So, do you believe it's an abusive situation? Is it a domestic violence situation? It's domestic violence by the by the nature of they are in a relationship and there was some sort of physical altercation. That makes it domestic violence automatically. Mm, okay. Now, is he an abuser as he's being labeled now? Mm-hmm. I do not carry that label onto him. Until when? Until, until there's more evidence. Until there's more evidence. I don't think there's enough evidence to label him as an abuser. Well, what kind of evidence would you like to see? I would like to see more. I would like to see a history of it. I would like to see what actually happened. I would like to see the circumstances of which it got physical. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of those things would let me know like, oh, was this something that happened? Like y'all got too heated? It got too rough? Or was it like... Oh, damn, this is how he reacts whenever he doesn't get his way in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because there's a difference between the two. A difference between how somebody acts when they don't get their way and between someone who's an abuser. 
No, between somebody who acts when they don't get their way and they are an abuser and somebody who was in an incident and lost their temper in mm-hmm. the moment or not even lost their temper, it just got too physical. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, it's not even like, oh, I hate you, bitch, punch you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, we're all, it's too much body involved already. Like, you're using your body to grab the phone from me. I'm using my body to get you off of me. Mm-hmm. Now I've done too much. Like, mm-hmm. now I just, I got too aggressive. Mm. In my quote unquote holding you back or whatever it was, I got too aggressive mm. in that. Okay. Um, you know, there were like some people were tweeting saying, like, oh, there's a uprising Hollywood star that has a history of domestic violence and blah blah blah, things like that. And people were saying, like, oh, this tweet is about Jonathan. Um now for me, to be honest, I don't pussy past anybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's the same way we don't have um, enough evidence that he's an abuser. It's the same way it's like, we don't have enough evidence that he's not an abuser. Mm-hmm. Either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, now there's also this other thing where people are saying like, see, that's why you should have been with black people, black, a black woman, right? And then another argument people are saying like, are you saying black women are the one who could handle abuse? Like, is it, be- you know, for black women, he should be with a black woman because if this was a situation of a black woman, she wouldn't have reported it or she wouldn't have called the police because we don't call the police on each other, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, like it kind of, it goes both ways and I'm like, I kind of get both sides. Um, of course, obviously, y'all know on this podcast, we're more about like black on black relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. Not black on black crime, but black on <laughs> black relationship. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not, for me, I mean, it was disappointing, but I'm not like, oh my God, he is not an abuser. I'm just really not. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's just me being sexist in a way. Maybe it is. Um, but you, it's just so many history of, you know, even like with abusers, majority of time they're victims. They do not report it. You know what I'm saying? Even when, even when you do report it, it, it they don't put it in the system. You know what I'm saying? Like the police literally say that we need more evidence. Like yeah. you need to be dead before we could even really arrest this man or do something. We need to see him beating you in action. Like take pictures, do this, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So before one could even like get enough evidence, that takes some time. That takes someone who is really strong-minded and saying that I want to be out of this situation, right? So even with that text that you read, I know some people were saying that, um, you know, this sounds like someone that's a victim. Wait, so let's pause for a second because you mm-hmm. said a lot. Let's talk about some mm-hmm. of those things. The the tweets. Mm-hmm. Do you think those tweets are real? I don't know. Because I don't, I, I, to be I honest, don't know, to I be felt, honest. I felt like the, the, these tweets are bullshit. Like, honestly. They, those tweets were old, too. They, it's just kind of like, Oh, how uncanny is that? Like, it's it's kind of giving that. Like, why is it in this moment that he's he's just getting this rising um fame, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, as he's getting up there, we corner him, the new Denzel, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Boom, this happens. I mean, obviously, are there some haters out there? Of course, there are some haters out there. Of course, we know that. Okay, with this domestic situation, there's a lot of white actors who have abused their partners you know what i'm saying um in public there's evidence of it but it's not much of a conversation so i think like the main conversation is that okay if he's an abuser if y'all want to label abuse uh, label him as an abuser then label all these other white motherfuckers abusers too you know what i'm saying don't just make it a one-way thing label these people that have been in the game for years that there's evidence against them there's probably hella police report that tmz just they it's just not on TMZ. It's just yeah. not on the shade room or, you know, E Hollywood or whatever. So, of course, for me, I feel that way too. But am I like, 
Um, do I put it past him? No. But at the same time, I'm not going to say he's an abuser because it's really not, you know. Yeah. Especially when she put a text and saying, I really just hope he is not an abuser. Yeah. That's I, just I, my hope. I think, you know, okay, so then, like, with the whole white girl, white boy, drama, uh, black boy drama, I mean, there is there is a bit of I told you so in that because... What is the I told you so? The, the I told you so in it is that, you know, there is an insinuation that... um black men date white girls for the for less drama for mm-hmm. like for a, a less you know complicated lifestyle or so that that's like the yeah the insinuation at times so i think in that it was just more so like Get, you see this look at the drama you're gonna find yourself in with a white girl and it's gonna be worse in this situation because it's a white girl absolutely you know what i mean the way the like, police respond the police are automatic like no matter what happened it's a white girl it's this black man absolutely. you a hella buff off creed boy we scared of you like yeah. sorry to say yeah you know so, he ain't no light-skinned pretty boy okay. nice smile type of guy he not playing uh-uh. that um that dexter character he was playing on that hbo show like, now we're seeing you in this boxing you now we're seeing you as this masculine figure Mm -hmm. so like at the end of the day if you were with a black queen you know unfortunately you wouldn't be as victimized as you are now being with you know your white girl (laughs) your white queen your ice princess (laughs) (laughs) but you know i i do think that you know that's just the ha-ha of that um okay so now the text message Mm mm-hmm for me, the test is good. weird. I'm sorry. It ain't it's weird. It I, I so don't understand weird. it. It's like on both ends, it's like, girl, are you tweaking? Is she okay? Because it never sounds like that, someone that's okay. That, and that's what I'm saying. You I'm saying? like, people were so quick to be all, that's how, that's the key abuser thing. And I'm like, oh, calm down, Ayanla. We know, you know, everybody do know classic um, domestic violence symptoms as well these are signs you look for Mm -hmm. however i think they also show signs of people have not been like people be underestimating how crazy crazy women can be Mm -hmm. because there is such a thing of a crazy woman because let me stop here reading the text above it Mm -hmm. he says make sure you drop my key off here Mm -hmm. like bye like he says he didn't say goodbye i'm i'm done with you yeah that's his tone to her Mm -hmm. i'm done with you Mm mm-hmm so, crazy girlfriend one on one goes, baby. I'm sorry, this is all happening. I didn't mean for this. I didn't mean to call a piece of you, baby. Don't do this to me. That's that could also be read that way. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, hold on, internet. I get it. I get it. Can, but you know, I'm just, all my thing is is I'm not saying that he didn't do it. I'm just saying that we as a culture and the people have to really start being more careful with how we disregard our talent over incidents or whatever happens. I think that cancel culture is very strong and it's something that we have now misused completely from what it was originated to be. So go ahead. Yeah. So then I just, I just think that the way that it was intended to be was not how we are just disregarding our black, our our black stars, our black artists, people that need our support. Now for me, if you are an abuser, a rapist, child molester, I feel like you should be canceled. Your artwork, your everything you've put in, it should be canceled. Now, of course, would it be forever canceled? No. But I don't feel bad in those situations. You know what I'm saying? And it's like people say separate the art from the artist. I mean, yeah, but to a certain extent, you cannot separate the art from the artist. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can a little bit, but, I, but if this is, you know, someone who creates great music or great movies, whatever, and they're evil, 
Come on. Yes, I they agree don't with that. deserve to live a good life. I they agree don't with that. Su- deserve to have all this money, which will give them more of the bandwidth, more of the opportunity, more ways to, you know what I mean? To um, harm. To harm and to hide from, you know, them being seen as a monster. And that you know is what, what I mean? it was originally for. Just what you said. For people who are these things. Period. Yeah. You don't deserve to have the resources to continue to get away with mm-hmm. it. What we have now as a community do it is any little speculation, we cancel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't give things time to play out because at the end of the day, whether this comes out to be true or not, so many people have made their decision, have done their own basic in Girl, Instagram. He, he already lost a, 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 a He's partnership. Lost and I just feel like that is not fair. Yeah. Because. It's too quick. It's too quick. Too quick. Too the quick. weekend wasn't over before the army got rid of the nigga. Like, that's how, they, yeah. that's how I felt. Like, the army was like, whew, thank God we don't got to have this black man represent us. For real, for Like, they were ready for It's like no for room that. for a mistake. For yeah, mistake. And, and I think that, like, we can't be the ones to charge that. Because white like like white people be having their own shit. They be having th- three year four. You be hearing about it later. Like what? They've been in court for three years for this, mm-hmm. and and it won't be a thing until mm-hmm. indictment, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. you lost everything. But with us, it'd be like any little situation. We're just kind of like, oh, you're done for. I mean, look, we had Trump as the whole president, bitch, and they let we him had rock. Trump as the whole president, and all the stuff he was accused of, all the things he even said in public with no shame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but you know, really, the the cancer thing is mainly we do it the most, and it it harms us. Even yeah, more. it harms us. I just feel like, man, let let the young brother get his coin until it's proven guilty, man. Now, if he's guilty, you he's a serial abuser. He's beating people, so on and so forth. I don't support that message. I do want to be clear in that. I do not support abusers. I do not support domestic violence. I do not support rape and all those things. All I'm saying is that we as people need to give, especially our black men, a chance to tell their story. And if the story is bullshit, then it's bullshit. I'll take it. But let's give him a chance to tell it. I do hope that he comes out and gives us some type of verbal speech. He may or may not. You know, I'll just come out it. that the white girl crazy, and we can really put this under <laughs> reasons not to be with white women. Damn, damn. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but speaking of um, collaborations and partnership, Ivy Park ends collaboration with Adidas. So they had a five-year relationship. It launched in 2018. But apparently they said that they're going their separate ways because of major creative differences. Um, however, they did say that, you know, it was a successful line with Ivy Park. What are your thoughts about this? Did you see this coming? I've been told y'all Ivy Park they is not lasted. cute. This lasted longer I, than I, I thought. I, I, we said it, I feel like, years ago, when Ivy Park was kind of starting and dropping, that this 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 the clothing is not for Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. I mean, I see some people rock it, and it's cute. I must mm. at leisure wear, right? That's what it's called. That's what it was supposed to be, but then you be seeing this high couture ass as leisure wear. When is that leisure wear full jean outfits? Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like outfits you can only wear to concerts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to what's that big concert that they be doing? Coachella. Coachella. Like, rolling Loud. Exactly. On a, like, her stuff only makes sense together on an editorial. And then... I also feel like Beyonce does not do a good job of like, I think she's just so far removed from us as people Mm. that like she don't be understanding what 
what we what people mean. Like I think when people were in the meeting saying like, yeah, Beyonce, the way people market is they use Instagram, they use influencers, they do this, and then Beyonce sent it to every A list person. She, she ever sure did. Knew. She did not send it to the likes of Ari, Jada. That's what they mean when they say. And I'm not even like even if you don't do Ari and Jada because that may not even be her audience, but there are different influencers that you could use though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. She didn't use it to. She didn't give it to the regular folks. She didn't give it to no. You know what regular I mean? Like, folks, you know. and then she did use other influence. Like, I just feel like Beyonce just can't do clothing to me. I I don't consider Beyonce a fashion girl. She's not a fashion girl to me. I like her personal fashion. I do like her personal style. But is she a fashionista? No. As you said, she, that's that's not her area. Yeah, she it's just yeah. You stick to the music. Um. It should come out with a microphone line or something. People online, I think this is a good point. Maybe better for her. People online said that Beyonce um, keeps trying to sell an aesthetic that is not hers. Mm. Because it's like she don't wear that shit though. They was like, but if Beyonce probably did like some high luxury, some upscale stuff, maybe people would be more into it. She does because I'm like the only time you see her wear her stuff is for like the The campaign. She don't wear it out and about. She she does it. She does not wear Ivy Park out and about. Like it's not her look. It's not her thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, and it's just and it's okay. Maybe. If anything, maybe she shouldn't have been the face. Because maybe she could have been a silent partner. Like True. she could have still had this she did Ivy Park, whatever. But been a maybe be a silent partner. Yeah, she could. Yeah, she could have. That's what I'm saying. She didn't choose. Because I don't think we're connecting. We're not connecting Beyonce to the Ivy everyday Park. people. Yeah, it's not. There's no connection between two of them. Like with um all of Savage, Fenty, whatever stuff. You see the connection. You see Rihanna. It's whether it's the style. makeup, whether it's the lingerie, whether we know when she was doing her shoe boots, whatever. Yep. Like. Motherfuckers was wearing that shit. And Rihanna wears her stuff. The shades, yeah. Rihanna wears her stuff. That's what I'm saying. Beyonce really does not wear Ivy Park. Even when you be seeing her in rehearsal or something, she's not wearing Ivy Park like that. It's like, yeah. come on now, this is your brand. And it makes you, even with Rihanna stuff, it makes you feel like, this is Rihanna shit I'm wearing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean, like, there's no connection. Like, I see Ivy Park stuff, I don't feel like, oh, this is Beyonce stuff. So that's right. the excitement that as audience that we are not getting. Yeah. There's no connection there to make me feel, I mean, of course, yeah. obviously she also like diehard fans. I have some clients who be like, it's 5 p.m. I need to order this shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there are people like that. But overall, it's like, for the general mass, it's like, there's no connection. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Sorry, Adidas. I feel bad for Adidas. They did had a horrible year. First time, so, ain't that know, right? So, quick question though. But do you feel like she's gonna go on and partner with somebody else, or she's gonna stand on her own? Or this is the end of Ivy Park? I think she should let clothing go. Like, because the Dor- top shop Darian. deal didn't work. Darian didn't work. Beyonce has tried to give us looks, and it's just not for you. I think she should find something. She like music is her thing. She yeah. needs to find something else. Like again, maybe she do. She should. If anything, she if she has a headphone line. I feel like it'll make sense. Like Beats by Dre, maybe something by Beyonce. Like yeah. Beyonce got to find a new... And I, I feel niche. bad for her because I do feel like she wants to find what is her thing when she's done. She is like getting to that age. Uh-huh. You know, where it's like, it's my only legacy. Uh, I mean, she's done astronomically in music. Mm-hmm. People don't make what, they, what you make. Oh, what she makes in music. Never. You know what I mean? So I think that she really could just live comfortably knowing that. But I also feel that itch to be like... A bigger entrepreneur, especially seeing like Rihanna doing it, and you know other people. Nikki got in the way. Drake, everybody else got their little thing in some degree. Even if it's liquor, I would buy a Beyonce wine, a champagne. I would. I would be invested in Beyonce champagne. It feels like her. 
But Beyonce be doing maybe even a jewelry line. Maybe not that Tiffany shit, but like a, a jewelry line that other people could like get into. Something. I think she should just be a silent partner. Like again, we also don't artists that are successful in other uh, means and other businesses is mm-hmm. they show a certain part of their personality. Right. And Beyonce hasn't fully shown her a lot about herself. Mm. So where we could make the connection and really like and you know and gravitate towards it. Again, Rihanna is a great example. Even the Kardashians are a great example. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these other people are a great example. It's like, because you love them, not just the music, but their personality, it makes you want to buy whatever it is that they have. And in order, in order for Beyonce to excel in any other aspect of music, she needs to expose herself to a certain level. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. I, too, Beyonce, struggle with showing myself on social media fully. Mm-hmm. But, no, I do agree with that. I think that that um, silent allure thing that she's been trying to ride for the past 20 years is getting like, okay, Beyonce. But, you know... We on Beyonce, but it's another blonde that thinks too much of herself. <laughs> all right. So, this week, um, well, first of all, do you watch the show? Do you watch that Housewives Girls Trip? Ultimate Trip. Yeah. No. I kind of want to get into it, but I'm like, where is it at? But anyway. Peacock. Yeah, but it's like, I'm not paying for Peacock again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, there's an incident where some of the other girls from the other franchises, um, two of the Housewives from Miami... Um, were there as long with you know Giselle and Candace are there from Potomac Portia is there I think Kenya is there mm-hmm. so you know basically Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is just where you get a bunch of the different women and they all come together on the trip so this time they're all going to Thailand mm-hmm. that's where they're at and you know Giselle being Giselle she made a comment um, to two of the Miami Housewives while they were in a group speaking Spanish mm-hmm. so they were in a group speaking Spanish around them and Giselle tells them Sorry, no Spanish here. Okay. Like, speak English. Like, okay, no more Spanish. No, no more, more Spanish. No more hablo español. And, um, you know, social media was not having it. They called her all type of xenophobic and this, this, that, and the other. And, you know, with us being cross-culture queens, clearly we mm-hmm. had to discuss how did we feel about Giselle telling them that they could not speak Spanish in that moment. I think I get both sides. I do. You know what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. In a way, it does come off rude, like, especially if we're in a group, yes. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, maybe we're all having a conversation, and then you go off and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, damn, <laughs> like, I'm here, hello. Right. Especially if you end up doing it for a long period of time, like, it's not just a quick whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, as someone who speaks another language, it's also so natural to speak a language with someone who does understand your language, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, if we're in a group, and... It, Without even me wanting to be shady per se, like I'm talking about someone else, it's like I'ma just quickly say something to you, really right. quick. You know what I'm saying? Like I had an incident that happened today. I had a client and he's Nigerian and we were both he was like, Listen, I don't speak Yoruba as often as I like so he was like, Throughout this, um um throughout this what is it? What is this? Throughout this <laughs> experience. Throughout oh. his um journey. Not journey, but throughout the process of me doing his hair, he wants oh. me to speak. The appointment? The appointment, yes. Okay. So he wants me to speak your about first-time client, too. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, cool, because we both were like, our language is not fluent anymore as right. it used to be. So I had another client who came in, and, you know, he was heading out, and we're speaking to your about, like, check him out, and I was saying to your about, and he was like, the lady, he was like, hey, sir, we're not talking about you, um, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, we just, you know, speaking our language, mm-hmm. and she didn't take any offense to it. Um... But for me, it was just like, just it was just so natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, we both, it's just like, you understand English with somebody? I understand you're about with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, so let me speak my language. So I think it depends on, like, in when you do it. Because, you know, I think back to when we were in college, we used to do it a lot, too. Speak your about a lot. <laughs> 
even when our roommates are there too. <laughs> like, think back to it. I was trying to think too. And like, I remember Baka was like, yeah, I'm just used to it at this point. Like, you know, she was like, hey, I'm just used to it. And like, she damn near picking up with some little words too. Yeah. So I get how it could be rude, but I think it depends on how you say it though. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the thing. I think Giselle's getting a lot of heat for no reason because at the end of the day, the fact remained they was talking shit about her. Mm. It wasn't even like she was wrong. They were talking like, mm-hmm. and I think that, that it was more of that. It's like I know y'all, and it is obvious too. Yeah, I feel like I know y'all talking about me. No matter what language, especially you when speak. you say Giselle in the whatever you saying. But no, what you say? Okay, okay, because I'm gonna say the same thing. Like. I, I will hold, hold on. What you just saying? Like no. no matter what language someone is speaking, you would know you have some little feeling like they talking okay. about me. Body language is this is a universal language. Exactly. I know when people are being shady versus girl, you got a spot on your shirt. Okay, like, no, there's there's definitely a difference. You but can I tell. I think those one language speakers they do be hating too at the same time too. Like it's yeah. painful. For them, like, damn, they speak a whole other language, and I can only speak English. How dare they speak another mm-hmm. language in front of me? Like, you mad? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go learn Spanish or something. Go, you know, buy an app and to speak another language. But it can be. I mean, how do you feel with you going to like the nail salon with Asians? Do you like? I, you know what? The funny thing is, maybe because I am somebody that is around people that speak multiple languages, that whole like, oh, they at the nail shop talking about me, never crossed my mind until people said it. Mm-hmm. Like Even if there were, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. I'm like, bitch, don't bring you to my feet. Like, for real, I don't even care. But, like, it never, like, when they spoke in Chinese, that never, or whatever language, it, mm-hmm. it never crossed my mind. Like, damn, they're talking about my feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, to me, I feel like that's just a, it, as you said, it's a small insecurity of, like, I don't know what's going around me at all times. That's what it you is. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, and I guess maybe part of that is because, I'm around people that like sometimes people speak your about I understand your about but it's sometimes where it's like, okay, this is your about going over my head. Mm-hmm. So it's like Okay. Yeah. So I'm used to being around other language speakers to exactly. a degree. Exactly. To know that it's not malicious. Um, yes, but not always malicious. Yes. However, in the Giselle situation, I think she was uh, Giselle was right. She she was like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all trying to be shady. We're in a group setting. It's a girl's trip. We're on a trip. show, like stop it. I I agree. Yeah. I no, I I was not offended by her saying that. I wasn't, and I think it's about time we start talking about the colorism against Giselle. <laughs> it is colorism, and y'all know I, I'm. You know, I thought there's nothing as reverse colorism. It's not reverse; it's colorism. Okay. You know, colorism is not unilateral just against dark skinned people. Okay. I think that's something we also have to start talking about. Light skinned people have their own versions of colorism. Okay. Okay. And I think that it's nice to hear a fellow dark woman say that. Yeah, because I feel like it is like. The, it, it's a lot put on Giselle because she is light skinned with blonde hair and green eyes. Mm-hmm. People automatically always make Giselle out to be like the witch, this villain, yeah. the villain. It's like sometimes she don't even be doing nothing. She don't like. I don't, I think there's a, a vicious hate train on Giselle. She don't even be doing that much. She doesn't. To, be to me, like I don't. She doesn't carry herself like ah, I'm the light skinned yeah. bitch. Like I don't get that from her at I don't. all. You know. Um, but yeah, I think it's okay to speak a different language around non-speakers. Um, I think it's a context in which you do it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know, you kind of have to be, at least be conscious and mindful of the way you do it. Yeah. But like, if we and you be walking down the street and I see my fellow Yoruba man, uh, hello, I can't stop about with yeah, you, whatever. Yeah, different. For you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, I'm for not, sure. or maybe it's something that I don't want somebody else to understand. This did spark another conversation. I kind of want to slip it in here a little bit. This sparked another conversation about should people, immigrants, um, who come to America be forced to learn English at some point? They should learn English. They mm. really should. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real. The official language is English. Yes. Majority of the people you're going to be around, whether 
even if you're doing a blue, blue collar jo- job, mm-hmm. you have to learn the basics. Not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't have to be grammatically correct, or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to know big grammar. But you come on, you should learn how to speak English. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same way you go to a French speaking country. It's like, like I, I feel like even I want to go to Paris, but I'm just like, let me touch up on my French a little bit because that's right. what people really speak. Uh, yeah, I feel like if you, it's one thing if you're visiting. You know, I might not mm-hmm. learn a whole, I might not learn German to go to Germany. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But if I move to Germany, yes. at some point I should try to pick up the language of the, of the country. Because even in Nigeria, a lot of Igbos are in Lagos. Lagos is a Yoruba state. Yeah. The Igbos speak Yoruba. They sure Because you are in a Yoruba state. And the majority state. of people speak Yoruba. Wherever you go, it's going to be like, oh, Bawoni, Kino yep. You're you going to have to pick it up. And it, it's, not, it's not a racist thing. It's not what... Now, if you're like making fun of whatever grandma they're speaking in, yeah, that may be bogus. But I'm not a fan of... Um, people, immigrants who come and don't even try to learn. And you just rely on your kids to be your interpreter 24-7. No. And, you know, I think we know the community in which we see it the most. And I think What community is that? You just want me to be racist. You know the community. (laughs) I mean, you brought it up, bitch. No, I'm just saying. Because I feel like, you know, I'm not going to sound like a xenophobe because I'm probably going to sound like a xenophobe Mm -hmm. later. Um, But, no, all jokes aside, I think that for other People from other countries, they don't have that same luxury of not having to pick up a second language. Like, you know, of not having, of having to um, stay with their native tongue. Mm-hmm. Like some, like Yoruba people cannot come to America and just never have to drop Yoruba or so, like never have to learn English. So basically like with Hispanics, it's like there are so many other Hispanics here, Latinx people. Well, so it's Hispanic. like, oh wait, wait, what's the correct term? Is it Hispanic or no, Latinx? It is, it is. I'd be, I'd be like Latina, Latin, you know, Latin. Do you say the T or you don't say the T? Anyway, <laughs> wait, Latina? I mean, what are you saying? Latinx or oh. what? Latina? No, they be like, like, how do they be saying? Oh no! And sorry, forgive me, please. I'm trying to be educated over here. Um, but because they do have a large community here, so they may not feel the the force. But you know, there are side. There are some you know Hispanic communities or families that like only speak English in this family because we want to, you yeah. know. Like, even what's this girl's name? She's an actress. Jessica, Jessica Alba? I didn't know her ass was Hispanic, G. You ain't know that? No, not too later on. She don't speak a lick of Spanish. Oh. She doesn't understand. She doesn't speak Spanish because in her household, it was like, you want to be so American, so we're only going to speak Spanish. Oh, my gosh. Let me share a story. Mm-hmm. So, y'all know, I've I, I chronicled that I'm not the most fluent at Yoruba, right? So... My mom has been, like, on my ass lately to, like, speak Yoruba. And her reason, thank you, like, I'm about to be 30. But her reasoning is because, this is such a stupid reason, too. Um, Sorry, Ma, she might listen. But (laughs) she gonna say because there was a politician in Nigeria that was trying to run for a governor or something. And I guess he came from abroad, and he don't speak Yoruba. And they said because you don't speak Yoruba, you can't connect with your people. So they they disqualified him Mm -hmm. from the election. Mm -hmm. So she was like... That's so embarrassing. That's could happen to you one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would never run for public office in Nigeria. But I get what she's saying, but I also feel like, and I always tell her, I'm like, well, it's not my fault that I don't it's speak your about fluently. It's, it's her fault. Sorry like, that's, that's on you because mm-hmm. there was a, a generation, me and um this other person, we were talking about like our parents, there was a generation of parents that immigrated to America that forced their kids to not speak your about. They were just like, understand it to understand it. 
you know, because I'm going to speak it to you or you want to know what people are saying around you, but they never emphasized speaking it back. Girl, people that live in Nigeria cannot speak Yoruba, Igbo, or whatever their ethnic language is. Yeah. All because they're like, oh, I don't want you to have a, a Niger accent. accent or to sound bush or whatever. And it's a complete disgrace. It is. Now, you know, now me being a parent and abroad, it takes a lot of effort. You have to be really intentional with trying to teach your child another language because yeah. everywhere else they go, they speak English. Even me, majority of the time, I speak English because I don't have a lot of Yoruba speakers around me. Mm-hmm. I don't even have any Yoruba speaker around me, to be quite honest. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I have to force myself to like, okay, no, speak Yoruba to him. And I know that when he gets this time when he's like, okay, he's really talking fluently, I have to be like, no, respond. Because that's what they did for me in Nigeria. They yeah. were like, when they say stuff, they were like, no, that means no, ni Yoruba. Respond yeah. to me in Yoruba. Don't respond to me in English. And that's how you pick up the language. Yeah. But you'd be surprised. I've been seeing some three, four-year-olds. Boy, that's why I would say with the Hispanic community, they do well with that one. But that's because it's everywhere. But that is because it's everywhere, right? And it's like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it, there is some sort of luxury of how Spanish is in America. It's just like that, too. It's not even just... No, no, no. I'm just, just no, Spanish Asian, Asian state with Asians. Mm-hmm. That's just separate. But, but it's just that concept of yeah. language. You it's a, you have to make that intentional effort. It's black, And this is also a black thing, too. We're the one who tries hard to stray away from our culture. Whether yeah. it's black Americans or African Americans or Afri- you know, Nigerians or Africans, whatever. It's like, oh, don't be too African. You know, don't sound too bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like a lot of us are like that, like, let's push away. Um, but sorry, G. I mean, you can still pick up the language. Okay, so it's like, okay, I can speak it, I just can't pronounce it. Yeah. That's the thing with me. So it's like, I just got to a point where it's like, like I could, you know what's funny? I be in the house speaking your about myself. I yeah. do actually. Uh-huh. I be in the house. Just like, you just you just don't say the words correctly. Yeah, that's just it. Like yeah. I just be like, eh, so I just. Whatever. So like, then when you can't say the words correctly, then you can't speak it correctly. Well, then. it's not that I can't say it at all. It's like you know when it's like you, you can't could say, it say it. At all. it. I mean, I've yeah. heard you. You could say it. You just don't say it correctly. Exactly. So even with me, certain words because I don't speak it anymore. Certain words I sound evil when I say it. Like yeah. I sound. I don't sound like a robot speaker because it's not fluent in my tongue exactly. anymore. My tongue is not going with it anymore. More, you know what I'm saying? So it just it really does is like even like when I was done with a client, it was it was hard for me because I was like, okay, wait, no, speak Yoruba. Like, don't immediately go to English. You know, it's so you know right. like the Spanglish thing, it's so quick to like switch to English, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, back to your question. If you come to America, come on, learn English. Go to Truman, community college, it's for free. Learn something. It's hard though. It, it is, is hard. hard. It is hard to pick, especially when you're older. I will say this: when you're when, older, yes, yes. it's very hard to pick up a language. That's fact. Because these people be immigrating and it's like thirty something, forty. So no, you're right. That that makes it hard. But I will say that I do think that for other other countries and other languages, they are forced into it more. Absolutely. And that's just the that's just it. I have a client that's is Ghanaian. She's an old, older woman. And I could tell she came to America at an old age. Mm. She took her ass to Truman to learn how to speak English. That's now, amazing. is the English fluent? No, obviously not. You know what I'm saying? But come on. She tried. No, I, it's, I, it's I an had, effort. I had an uncle who lived in China for some years. He went to China it's not as an 18-year-old man. Maybe as a 29-year-old guy. He speaks Chinese fluently. Fluently because he's like, you ain't got no choice but to learn this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but as you said, you know, other cultures, like the Latinx cultures, they do have a bigger community here. So maybe it's not enforced. And you know, what I like about them is like, they stay within themselves. They hire mm-hmm. each other. It's Africans, we don't hire each other. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, I have a job, walk on down me. Hire mm-hmm. each other, they support each other. They're definitely a community where it's like, yeah. you know what? I don't feel too far away from home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all. Um, but let's switch it up a little bit. Shout out to our Latinx listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't like us this time. Sorry, y'all. 
They probably don't. <laughs> Over me. Like, uh, here come daddy. Sorry, guys. Nah, uh, but, you know, we, we're like this with, I feel like, every culture. You know, we talk about Africans. You yep. know what I'm saying? We talk about white motherfuckers. We talk about black people. So get it's, on them Asians next. You know, right, right. <laughs> For, get on them Arabs next. Okay, like, you know, so we're not like, you know. Okay, so a new show that's out is um, it's the Escape and SWV R&B Queens. That's okay. what it's called. I um, mean, currently they're both talking about co-headlining a show, right? But there's a lot of drama. Are they co-headlining? That's Are part they of the co-headlining? Drama. It's a lot of drama, especially with Escape. So I don't know if you're familiar with this groups. They're like '90s R&B groups. They did very, very well. Girl groups. We all love girl groups. Um, and now they're older and they're thinking of like you know going on tour and you know headlining a show. But obviously, there's so much drama within Escape, particularly with mm. Tasha and Tamika. This is a sister, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the drama that they have going on is, um, you know how celebrities get royalties, right? Yes. And they had a royalty where um, Tamika received thirty k. That's one of the sisters. However, she didn't receive it because the check went to her sister's address. Yes. So she found out that her sister, her husband, her sister and her husband, her sister's husband, okay, yep. cash her check. Mm. How, well, how would you feel if your sibling cashed your money? Uh, no, we'll be beefing. Like, listen. Sibling drama, especially with money, is so sticky. Mm-hmm. It really is because it's kind of like, this is my money, and it's also like, but this is my sibling. You yeah. know, I don't want it to get messy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, what do you choose? Do you choose the money over the sibling? The sibling over the money? Do you forgive your sibling? No, nah, I mean, for that amount of money, I can't. That's a, that's a. Then you're gonna give. You ain't gonna no, no, no. For sibling? that amount of money, thirty k. Yeah, thirty k is a lot. It's not like we talking about three hundred. Even if we mm-hmm. were talking about a thousand. I'm like, even if it was five, I might let it, it would just be like, ah, that 5,000 paying me, but yeah. 30,000 is significant. Because I could have done That's something from my life. That's significant. And then you want to lie about it, And too? I got children. That's significant. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, once, I feel like, you know, once you know somebody has children, it's no longer just them. If it was going to snake Tamika, then you would have be, been bogus, but you just snaked your sister. Mm-hmm. That's a little different mm-hmm. than snaking your sister and her children. Facts. And another thing that added to it, she said she did tell her mama, their mama, and her mom was on her older sister's side, the one who stole the money. And even her mom was like, I'm the fourth member of this group. I put this group together. And what if your sister, they probably needed the money. Like, you know, parents that really choose sides and they're so obvious with the way they choose sides. It's so cringy. It, it It was that whole scene of them even being there and everything that scene was so hard to watch Mm -hmm. because it was very apparent that they do not love um tamika the same way yeah like everyone even you can even tell from the daughter's body language in the way that she like i'm here for my mama like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like she was going to her grandmother's house and she was gonna see her auntie there too it felt like i'm 10 toes on my mom you know, mm-hmm. like whatever happens, I'm mm-hmm. I'm just here to see, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just it was very very sad to see. I think it's disgusting though how yeah. it's kind of like you've been caught. Just own up to it. Mm-hmm. Just be like you know, even if you gonna come up with your whatever pache for like okay, I did it and I don't know. At this point, at this junction. Let it be that. And even even if nothing else, be like, girl, forget it. If it's just about this 30K, I'm going to give you that. that. Like, mm-hmm. even do that. But exactly. all of this, I'm interviewing. They jealous of me. I ain't, those are, that, that is making it real nasty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's making it real nasty. Oh, man. It, 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 it's, it's definitely tough to watch. Um, but, you know, you guys definitely check it out. It's definitely good. But, you know, me and you, we talked and you mentioned, you know, the whole... 
bigger resentment yes. that Tasha may be having. Yeah. So Tasha, she's in the escape group, and she was the lead singer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she was one who branched out to say she wanted to get a solo album, mm-hmm. a solo career, but it never worked out for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so now, obviously, with them now trying to get back together, I mean, they've been back together for a little while now. They've been going on tour for a little while. Mm, yes, I know. Yeah, they have. I mean, she did. They said they performed it sometimes with with her or without her. Yeah. But you know, of course, they're not. It's like they're together for the tours to make extra exactly. money. Exactly. They come back every so often. But now it's obvious that she has a nasty attitude, and now she wants a solo um, career, solo deal as a gospel singer. Not gospel. So now let's talk about that because you feel you mentioned that you feel like she has like bigger. What does that mean, big girl resentment? I feel like so. Um, one, uh, a thing about Latasha, Latasha was the big girl of the group growing up. She was very heavy set, mm-hmm. and you know, in some way, junction of her life, she has lost a lot of that weight. She mm-hmm. looks great, and I, you can just tell that Latasha feels and has always felt that she is the original and origin star of the group. Mm-hmm. And if not for the fact that she was big, she would have been dusted. These girls, yeah. Um, and I think that she's trying to reclaim her time. Mm-hmm. Like she's really trying to reclaim that for her, like. You know what? You I, I've always been the most talented. I've always had this, and y'all used to you y'all used to act some type of way because y'all was the skinny ones and you was the light skinned mulatto one, tiny and da da da. Like you could tell she, she has that insecurity. She has that insecurity that like I've always been better than y'all, but y'all always got more attention than me. Mm-hmm. And this time, now that I'm in my glow. Y'all ain't gonna get me over like that. I'm gonna be the star I was always meant to be. Yeah. So you can tell she she feels that way. I, I feel like she has, which is true. But for me, that also shows she has some type of hate in her, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, come on. Like, come on, G. Like, okay, now this is y'all moment to really shine. Because as we know how, I mean, we may not personally know, but we know the music industry is finicky. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because even with the SWV, um, one of them did say, like, okay, after the group disbanded, she said she had to go get a $9 an hour job. Yeah, because it's like I right, ain't no money no more. Yeah. So now this is y'all chance to make more money. Like to do something. Come on, like still go do go do your gospel album. Like Who's that's so different. That, who is stopping you? Like come on. Now what do you think about them co-headlining? Obviously, SWV. First of all, SWV is even being kind with this co-headline. Mm-hmm. They're being humble. They're being humble. They they like you know what? This is cute. This is not even a real tour. This off some stupid ass verses like. Let's just co-headline, bring it together. You do y'all songs, we do our songs, keep it cute. All this, Candy and Tiny too, they even talking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bring a following because you know, we have our followers from our show. Well, that's from, yeah, from the show. And I'm thinking, baby, okay, I watched, Candy, I've been watching you on my TV for about 10, 12 years. I never in my life am going to go to one of your concerts. You can't even sing. You can barely sing. I would never go to an escape concert. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I know some escape fans out there. Mm-hmm. I would go if they was like in a collaboration concert, escape in. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to no just escape. Just escape. No, y'all don't. That's my thing. It's like y'all don't even have enough music for all this drama that y'all doing. To to be very honest, y'all don't have. I can name all of their hits. Like it's like five of them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's. But SWV, mm, you know that's SWV. That's SWV. It's a shame that it's like. Is it that really women cannot get together and work and put their egos aside and whatever? Like, is that you know that whole 
notion of like women never get together women don't support each other it's like is it really true escape don't like each other i think that's they the don't. thing like from jump from ne- they never liked each other they were just a bunch of young girls that went to school together and they could sing and it just don't happen to get them somewhere yeah but they never liked each other it's very obvious that tiny and candy are friends tamika tasha are sisters mm-hmm. they kind of talked to tamika because she cool but like you know it's obvious that they were never even meant to be a group. And it's the fact that they keep trying to force it in this old age, this big age. And you can't even be just like, okay, let me calm down. It's, they need the money. They trying to have a season two of this little show. And they should have just let it be one limited series. You think they're trying to have a season two? I feel so. Because at this point. What would be the point of season two? We I don't on, see no point of it. We on like episode four or five. And they have barely started getting ready for this tour. I feel like they're going to drag this drama out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Season two, you might finally see them. Yeah. They're going to drag this nonsense out. Mm-mm-mm. What other drama is going on with them? Is that it? Girl, we ain't talk about Candy and Tamar. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so some of you may or may not know this, but um, Candy and Tamar go way back with their beef. They were on Big Brother together that one season. I don't watch that show like that, but the tea is they kind of got into it. You Addressed know, it. Uh, you know. Tamar was like, so why don't you like me? What's the issue? Yeah, and they talked about it. And Candy was like, well, because you be doing too much. <laughs> I'm going to leave Candy in her corner. Um, but now recently, if you all remember, a couple of months ago, maybe it was like in the summer or the spring or something like that. Never last year. Yeah. Um, Tamar was on some show where she mentioned that she had a back and forth with a housewife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always knew it was Candy. It never, to me, never was not Candy. Who mm-hmm. else was it going to be? But whatever. She never said names, anything. So recently, she was on Watch What Happens Live promoting that show, Queen's Court, with, um, you know, her... NBA. <laughs> yeah, Nivea and all of them. Mm-hmm. So somebody asked her, you know how they do, like, the live with the video? Somebody asked her, like, yeah, you mentioned this. Who was the housewife? And... I don't even think she verbatimly said it was Candy. I think they were like, was it Candy? And then, and then she, she took a sip. She was just like, mm, you mm-hmm. know, something like that, which confirmed it was Candy. From there, we had a ball. Todd was involved. Tame my new white husband was involved. Is he white? He white. I don't know if he's white next. No, he's white. <laughs> I, I watched he the first white? episode of the show, of the Queen's Court show. Oh, you did watch I watched it. the first episode. It was on um, Peacock for free, so I watched it one day. Okay, I'll and check that out. So and he, he white. He white. He like he from Louisiana. Ur- urban white. He from Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he a southern white. urban white. Okay. Um. So he 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 was there. So evidently, what happened was, I guess Carlos King was the one who was trying to steal the rights for Escape to do like a movie, which is like Carlos. Mm-hmm. I think. Do you think Carlos did it? Yeah. I kind of do too. Because why? Why he ain't even jump in this type of, this situation and say, "Cause oh, Carlos, let me clear my name." I'm care. sorry. I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical, but he's a gay, um, gossipy man. He is. Carlos messy. He's messy as fuck. Carlos is he, so messy. He's a little, he's a queen. He's a, yes, he's just, Carlos he's is messy. He's just not like, um, like with his dressing. He's not like a yes. flamboyant dressing mm, queen. But, but he's messy. a queen. Yes, yes, You know yes. what I mean? He is a, he, he Nene Jr. a little bit. Yeah. Like, he got that in him. So, he was trying to steal the rights. <clears throat> and... You know, obviously, Escape was mad about that. Candy pressed him about it. And Tamar was on Dish Nation when she was doing that for a little bit. And she basically said that she didn't believe that Carlos did it. So when Candy saw Tamar, I guess at a concert or something, you know, Candy, she from Atlanta. She don't play that. I don't fuck with you. Yeah, Candy, you know when she get, you know how when Candy get Candy, she 
Press Tamar, and the story is that Todd involved himself in some mm-hmm. way, which then became husband against husband, and so on and so forth. So, first of all, I want to ask, are you Team Tamar or Team Candy? Damn, that's a good question, because I heard when I heard Tamar said, I'm like, okay, I'm not Team Tamar. But when I heard Candy said, I'm like, just also knowing, I've been watching Tamar for a very long time, mm-hmm. and she's claimed that she's changed, and she has a new song out called Change as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is so dramatic. Yes, like it's over the top dramatic. It's ridiculous. But I do think that also Candy do be you know throwing stones at me, hiding a little mm-hmm. bit too. Um, I, I I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I think the key thing is that Tamar said, um, Todd was like, you know what it is, mm-hmm. and looked at her up and down. But Candy was like, Todd was saying it to her, like, babe, like, you know what it is. So, like, also, I'm like, don't even do this shit. You know what mm. it is. I don't fucking know because I was not there. I feel like this this was the key factor here. What? <laughs> Tamar Messi, too. When she posted the picture mm-hmm. when her husband was talking to, was talking to um, Todd, mm-hmm. I felt like that was when I was like, okay, he had to say something to her for mm-hmm. real. Because why would her husband pull Todd to the side? Like what were y'all be talking? If it was if it was really truly just the women got into it and Todd intervened, but they did be- say that though. Candy and Todd did say Candy and Todd went. They did a separate video though. They sure did. I they ain't did, finished watching. They, what they, they say? They did say that. Okay, yes, a different occasion. The husband called me to the side, but he was school headed, level energy. Was, yeah. You know, he was like, okay, so what's going on? And they chopped it off as men and like, all right, whatever, whatever. It was no drama between that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like. I don't even like that Todd Every time he's always there Listen Todd don't be moving Like a man to me sometimes How he be moving sometimes, Like a bitch Don't you remember When we called Peter a bitch I be feeling like Todd done stepped up to the plate Since Peter left I, you know what Todd I feel like, is always In a business You know what me. I feel like What Todd is It's like Obviously Candy's the breadwinner Yes Like I, I know now He's making his bread Like mm. he's never been A poor dude Like he's yeah. always made money But not much, much Not candy year. money So a way for him to show his power you know what i'm saying to show that i'm the man it's like he get involved in a lot of things he protects her you know what i'm saying and i think that's his way to show his manhood like even though i may not make more the most bread and i'm sure (laughs) yeah it was like i'm finna get like i'm here i'm a little soldier kind of thing (laughs) you know what i'm saying and then karen did say like i let todd run things run things like and i'm sure she does it for his ego like let me just i said you know you you that well man you gotta stroke the ego yeah. No matter how you want to say you're an independent bad bitch, you got to stroke your man's ego. Mm-hmm. Well, however he wants that shit to be stroked. Now, of course, he got to have some sense and don't do too much with but that's the way she stroke her man's ego. Yeah, I just be feeling like, Todd, how you even find yourself in that? Like, seriously. You, mm-hmm. like, even even if... I mean, but if you're in a heated arg- argument with a girl, would you want your, your man to come in, like, stop it or just no. let y'all argue out? If, if we're not physically getting nothing, unless it's getting, like, super, super loud, right? Mm-hmm. Like, unless They we, did say it was getting get, loud, that people were, they were at people, the concert. Where people were start looking. So then it's kind of like, yeah, you tell her, like, calm down or whatever. But I just be feeling like Todd is just... Why are you even making no type of comment? You know what it is. This is that and the other. Like, you know what it is. It's a quintessential black time for... It can get it's rowdy. Big, exactly. And, it's about to go and down. And she know that she don't want this smoke with us. The question is, like, who is he saying that to? Even if he said it to, to Candy, that's low-key to me. That's a little shade you throw. Right, right, like, right, what right, you right. mean? Like, you, you know, know what, what it is. It. What do we know? I, I do feel like he did look at Tamar when he said it. Like, yeah. he may have said it to his wife once. I'm like, he like you know, you what, already it know what it is. is. Like, you didn't say Wait, say that thing. <laughs> Why did you drag the ears? <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, feel the moment. You know what it is, bitch. (laughs) 
anyway, um, because yeah, because I feel like that, that's my thing. Like, for Tamar's husband to have to ask what happened, I feel like. It was like, okay, it was too big, one, and it had to feel like it wasn't uh, equal just women fighting. Yeah. Because I feel like if it was just Tamar and Candy, he would have just been like, babe, well, no come need, on, no calm need. down, you know, so, so, so. For him to have to say, Todd, let me go talk to Todd and ask him what happened. That's that's when I feel like, oh, yeah, Todd had to be in the vicinity I'm too much. tired of all their useless drama. At the big age. The, these women are like in their 40s. Mid-40s. They're not like 40. They're like 44, 45. 46-ish. They getting, they getting on the on the other side of it. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Not to age same then, but it's kind of like. No, because you expect a certain, certain level of class, a certain level of wisdom, okay. a certain level of movement at a certain, you know, with certain ages. So, like, our mamas ain't doing that. Candy you know be acting I mean? like she too hood for me, boy. She stayed trying to. Candy be acting like she a soldier. Candy. I'll never forget when she was trying to fight. Uh, who was it? Was it Phaedra? Who's no, she trying to fight? It was Phaedra. It was. Um, um, was it Kenya? It was Kenya. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. It was Kenya and her people. Anyway, but that's that. Yeah. All right. So, hmm. Some of you may or may not know who Rosie Perez is. If you don't know who Rosie Perez is, you might be a little young to be listening to this podcast, but I'm going to teach you about Rosie Perez. So she is a very famous, um, well, I won't say very famous. She's a famous Latin dancer slash actress notably known for um she did the opening dance sequence and do the right thing like that was her doing the, 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 the dance that's where i know her from yeah that that's really where she's the most famous but she also was in um she was in do the right thing as well as um what's it called white men don't jump mm-hmm. um and some other you know notable films but i think that's where she's most famous mm-hmm. anyway she did an interview with vanity fair this week and they were just like asking her you know regular questions as to where rosie perez makes a statement saying that Latin people are the most underrepresented group in Hollywood. Um, she, she says, says besides Native besides Americans. Native Americans, right? She says them and the Native Americans. She says she's been in this industry for thirty years, and they ask her the same question, and she just really feels that there is not enough Latin representation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to read the comments, mm-hmm. and the comments. This one, me. The comments said, Rosie. What the hell are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Y'all have Telemundo. Y'all have the Latin Grammys. There are so many of you that you all have your own separate station. Mm -hmm. Um, to this you say, what? I mean, so Telemundo is obviously not Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? So I get, so when we're talking about Hollywood, you mean like the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I I get the concept of maybe they're underrepresented, represented or whatever. Like it's not, obviously it's it's America. It's more white people in any genre of arts because it's fucking America. We Mm -hmm. all go through racism, whatever. Um, But I think with, you know, what I've noticed with a lot of Latin actors and actresses, I didn't know that they were fucking Latin. They don't be claiming they are. I thought they were either white or they're either black. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Like if they're a white passing, like, they'd be white. Jennifer um, Lopez, Tra- Charlie Sheen. This True. motherfucker is Hispanic. Christina Aguilera. Like I thought these motherfuckers were white yeah. because they carry themselves as white and they portrayed as white and they passed as white. Yeah. Or like um um, what's this lady's name? She wasn't suits. Something Gina. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she was black for the she, longest because she always playing black. That's my thing. So for me, it's like you know, and, and you know, and again, you know, I've heard some of their interviews and they say like that's kind of like the game of Hollywood. Like you kind of mm. have to get in where you fit in. Like if the role is for a black woman or a big wrist looking woman, whatever. Like okay, then I'm gonna go for it. Whether you right. know what I mean, whether I'm fully represented Latina or not, whatever you know. So for me, I've just always been confused. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were Latin. Even this Rosaria Dawson, Dawson. Mm-hmm. I thought this bitch was black. G. <laughs> no, too recently I'm too no too recently all of them are now coming out. Even, That's ja- true. even Jessica Alba. Now you're coming out oh, to be honest, my heritage is even Lala Latino. I ain't gonna hold you. Come when on. I was growing up, Lala did not say she was Puerto Rican. I'm never. not gonna lie. Lala never said it wasn't until 2016 or so Lala started talking about, oh I'm Puerto Rican. Because she had her own show now. Yes. And Lala saw never her mother. Saying. Her mother is only speaking Spanish, cannot speak English. <laughs> so of course, where's we get that from? <laughs> <laughs> Speak English. My bad. <laughs> what? Wow. Okay, Sorry. I exaggerated. But no, come on. So my concern is that you know, you know, and I get it when you're like, you know, hit against the wall. Like you're trying to make it, you want you have to do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you cannot you know, negate the fact that that plays a major role too. You know what I'm saying? Especially for people yeah. like me. It's like, I'm an immigrant comes to this country. I'm watching yeah, American movies. I'm thinking you black. I'm thinking you I white. thought a lot of these uh, quintess to quote unquote black girls in TV shows was black until I grew up and figured out they were oh, Dominican. Like, exactly. Reagan, Gonzalez, oh, Reagan Gonzalez. I thought she was black. She's she's Dominican or something. Uh, Christina Milian, for the longest, I thought she was she, black. She is not. She's fully, Afro-Latina. Yes. And... That's the thing too. And y'all I, benefit from that at too. Fact, I just think that's like when you say underrepresented, do you mean like we don't see enough Hispanic culture? Because I can name like four movies that's just based off of Latin culture. I think I, I think they're right. So even if you can name four movies, but that's four movies. It doesn't mean compared to to how who, big, the white people, how you know Hollywood is. It, like they do definitely. They, we all need more representation of all our yes. cultures. Black. I mean, let's even talk about Asian. She said they are the lowest. That's what I feel kills like Asian me. is lower than Hispanic. I feel like yeah, and like and ninety and there's levels to Asians. We don't never see Indian people. Mindy Kaling was holding it down, for, and she's still holding it down. Yeah, and like, that other Arab guy, the one who played on the Hulu show that I just watched. The, yes, yeah, he's the only one he, that you he see. He holding it down, like so. Even for her to Asians, say. Me, us, and Native Americans. That's a disrespect. That's why I was like, girl, that was disrespectful. Yeah, absolutely. That was disrespectful. Because with the Asian G, it be one Asian face G. I feel like that was shade. For five years. Lucy Lou be holding it down. Thank you. That was shade because everything, everywhere, all at once was winning. That's how I feel. You was mad. That they was they was getting and I'm shy. not gonna lie. Something I didn't notice about their community is that when other cultures, whether it's Black culture, Asian culture, like they win a lot of awards, they, they be, be quick big. to be like, well, we and it's like. Come on. That's how this like, We're all minorities, G. Yes. We are all minorities. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this is not even the right moment for you. Even what's that Gina? What's her name? Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. Is it the one with the virgin? I mean, yeah, Jane the virgin. Jane the virgin. Come on. That girl. What's remember that? Remember when um, black people won a little bit and then Daisha Polano? Remember from her from Orange is the New Black? She got on there talking about something. Girl. Where is the Latin uh, Oscars not Latin? Oscars. Da, da, da. I was like, girl, you don't even have the career they, to have. This exactly, y'all make that move and the whole like Oscar is not black, whatever. We were the one who made Jada Pink and husband, they made the move. My mm-hmm. follow suit. Y'all make your own movements too now. <laughs> Come on, nobody's stopping you from making your they're the one who, if anything, tries so hard to separate themselves from anything that's, with blackness. Like that's true. Whether from everyday life and professional life, whatever. They're the only ones, G. 
And you know Sorry Rosie But you ain't do nothing With your roles either I felt like all your roles Was very like mm. If not for the fact Like it was very Harlem Spanish It was That's very it New is. York Spanish mm-hmm. It wasn't like We didn't even see Like Spanish culture for real But what we saw was You just speaking Spanish In a black community It wasn't you representing Your culture In any way shape or form Yeah So So I, I, I do don't be- I don't deny the fact That they are underrepresented I think yes yeah. There should be more stuff Obviously Hollywood Obviously yeah, our cultures with our ethnicity we we definitely do need more but they i feel like they be saying stuff and be dissing the black community or other <laughs> or other minorities at it the same breath it be shade it be shade so it makes it so not cool you know it makes it hard for like to go with the movement with you you know as i be telling people mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. are you watching anything new are you watching anything different listening oh, to anything different my gosh i am hooked on the night agent on netflix okay you guys i'm telling y'all this is such a good show it's basically the premise of the show is there is like a secret um agency within the white house called the night agents and what that what they do is like they're like a special ops relief for like special agents or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like very rare that people call this line because there's like the last last line of defense and you need like a special code mm-hmm. it's not everybody that's even supposed to be able to reach this line mm-hmm. so one one day the guy who's manning it gets a call and from this call a big a bunch of conspiracy theories have now been unraveled mm. um and we're figuring it out as we go and i'm telling you each episode is like <laughs> it's deeper oh, and okay. deeper and deeper into the story well sorry oh <laughs> damn okay <laughs> but yeah that that's captivated me um i did watch unprisoned i binged that Oh, with um, with Carrie Washington. Washington. Is that good? It was really good. I mean, I think it was it was definitely on the you know, um, Carrie Washington been doing all this like black healing shit, like let's look into ourselves and mm-hmm. I mean, but it was a great, it was a good show. I thought it was like, um, it was really interesting to to see some stuff. Like the premise of it is that she's like a therapist, mm-hmm. um, but she comes from like a really scattered past, mm-hmm. um, because partially because her father is in and out of prison a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the show begins with him getting out of prison. And him trying to assimilate while they simultaneously are trying to rebuild their relationship. Um, and then she has like a lot of introspective moments where, you know, you see her checking herself of like, is this the trauma of this affecting this part of my life? Is am I healing this by allowing this? So it's it's a good watch. They're like thirty minute episodes. Okay. So I binged it in one night. I think I was doing something. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like the yeah. whole like season. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, what am I watching? I'm watching BMF. Oh, finally. I, I know, right? I love BMF. It's really good. I feel like the acting, they're doing a really good job mm-hmm. with the acting. Um, my girl Cash Doll, she's not doing a bad job either. Yeah, she's she not, she not doing bad. Um, obviously, I'm watching Ghosts. Um, Power Book 2. Power Book 2. Did you watch the Tommy one? Yeah. Is that good? I, okay. Because I'm not, I'm thinking about watching it. I not think that the thing with the Tommy one is that you all have, to, we have to get used to the to the first power universe that's not super black focused. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not bad. It's just like kind of whitewashed in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's black people in there and there's little stuff and little Chicago stuff. But a lot of it too is, um, a lot of it too shows like a lot of the white mob mafia side of Chicago. Parts of Chicago that maybe we wouldn't even really be um, into like that, but it's not a bad show. You just kind of got to get, give it, it's giving more of a Sopranos vibe than like okay, the power I I, universe. Vibe. Oh, okay, I don't mind that. Yeah, I watch yeah, all yeah. the white gangsters anyway. 
So that works. I definitely watch that. Oh, I'm trying to see what else am I watching. That's the main thing. Oh, Love is Blind season four is out. Girl, I have it. not started it because, yet. Because listen, look I'm going to give this a Ghanaian guy there. But uh, they, they're calling him Kwame. Is he pulling an SK? And it's Kwame, but it's Kwame, okay? Um, And he's pulling, a, he damn near was than SK because he's pulling one of those like, I prefer whiteness. Aww. You At least SK was undercover with his. I mean, SK, you know he was Nigerian. He didn't hide that he was Nigerian. Yeah. Like, he put his culture out front. Like, this is what we eat. His mama, his mother was dead. Yeah. We were making Amala on the show. Yeah. But Kwame is on some, it's all white girls and it's, it's, it's icky when you see. It's given rejecting yourself. Yes. Oh, man. This, white, this is, you're a Ghanaian man that plays soccer professionally. Come on. I know, that's you, why. I know you speak your language. You but, can't tell me you don't speak but your that's, language. But that's why, too, because he plays soccer professionally and probably saw a lot of different types, like, women that weren't Girl. black. That's sad to me, though. It is sad. It's just giving, like, okay, you just, you know, he doesn't give, he's the confident black man. But then there's a, a, a black couple, like, I okay. Think, I think this is the first. Okay, now last year there was a black couple. Who is the black couple again? The guy from Chicago, Shay Jerome. What's boy? His name? That couple was. But that good. was secondhand. That could, thank you. you. Know that it was secondhand. Was but this authentic. one, you see the authentic. Like this is a black man with okay. a black woman. It's, All right. It's, it's giving like okay. it's giving mahogany. Yes. Okay. It's giving. It's like okay, you know, it's hopeful. So definitely watch it. Um, I'm gonna watch it. I just be liking to let it build a little bit. Sometimes yeah, I be yeah. irritated with. It. Love is blind, watching them date. No, absolutely, absolutely. Could you do Love is Blind? I thought about it when they was in Chicago, but I was like, nah, I'm too young still. Let me give myself small. Girl, they'd be like 24 year olds there. I know, but I'm like, here's my thing. Like, your age is the prime. I know, I'm saying, like, for me, with, for for me, I feel like if I'm on Love is Blind, that means I'm like, ready to get married. You know what I'm saying? I think for me right now, I'm still in the space where I want to meet somebody enough to date them and Mm -hmm. grow with them. I don't think I'm in the place where it's like, I'm ready for, for marriage. Rich and married. whoever it is, I want to build and we we locked in now. Like, I, I still want to date whoever I'm with. Okay, I feel, so. I, I feel what you're saying. That makes sense. But um, but I could date like that. Mm-hmm. I could do like a, we, are, we have no, I sign like all we're doing, I said, I said, but no visual, nothing, uh-huh. and we're just talking for weeks. I can date like that. But you know what? There's a couple that's like that on the show, obviously, and you could tell like when she sees him, she's like, she gonna be disappointed. No, she is fucking disappointed. Oh, she sound no, she because they're already at a stage where like this she ah, So she's like, that should look do creepy. Me that should do me mad. Like she does, she's like, you look creepy and stop looking at me, looking at me that way. And you could just tell that it's just gone. Damn. She she not feel she she's like, you look weird. I'm not. You could Damn. just tell she's trying, but and he could tell he's like, listen, just keep it real. If you're not physically attracted to me, you can't work through it. Just keep it real. And Damn, it's like, why he look? He ain't cute. Damn. He ain't cute. I mean, he ain't bad looking either because she ain't cute like that either. It's like, girl, you ain't cute like that either. What you talking about? But it's just one of those like, he's willing to build their attraction. You know what I'm saying? But she's like. Do you uh, think that's possible? Let's talk about that. Do you think you can build an attraction? Yes. Like, like if from jump, you were not attracted. What are those things that build the attraction? With my history of dating, I have not always dated good looking men. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it real. And like good looking to like the general, like not but ugly, but you're like, "Mm -hmm." you know, they don't strike you as handsome. They don't strike you. Exactly. 
So, yes, I have had to, like, build their attraction. Like, you know, for me, I don't immediately, like, see people and be like, oh, you're ugly, don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Your sense of humor, your personality. I choose personality and sense of humor first. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, like, how you are as an individual, you know, and how you treat me, too, over, like, your looks. So, yes, it's possible to build that, but there still has to be some level of, like, you know, even if I'm not immediately strike by you, but it's like, he has nice eyes. Okay, yeah, let's build on catch it. Me. You know what I mean? Mm, his skin isn't bad. Something. He has nice skin. So smile. you know what? Let's build on it. Smile. Let's Something. build on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you know what? He's tall. Let's yeah, build on it. Yeah, that's all be mattering. So that, you know, that's that, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing. But it has to be a little, even if it's one thing, something has to be able, for me to be able to build on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, is love truly blind? Mm. No. No, like the physical plays a major role. Like, love, yeah, real. love is blind in the sense of like, th- this is what they forget. It's like once you get to a certain point of love, you do become blind to certain imperfections. Yeah. But like, like that physical is a big thing. It really is because I'm like, hmm. There's people that I'm like, oh yeah, we, we vibe. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if physically we there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people I'm like, oh, physically we're there. But it's like, mm. we don't vibe. But I would build more with the physical. I would. You'd honestly. be more willing to build with the physical than... I would because I feel like that is something hard to to spark unnaturally. Mm-hmm. I know that people say like, oh, you know, if you're in love, so on and so forth. But it's like, if I do not have an attraction to you, I can't fake that. True. I think for me, it's the opposite. Because it's like, you know, with a, lot, a lot of times with those that you may not, you may not immediately be physically attracted to like, it may be like, you know, I just got to switch up his dressing and, you know, his style mm-hmm. may, he dressed a little different. He get a different type of haircut. He grooms himself a little different. Yeah. You know, cut his beard a little different. Maybe yeah. he get a goatee instead of a full face or maybe the other way around. Um, Maybe just, maybe have him, give him some cologne. Yeah, and I know? don't be having that artistic. I like that to be sculpted. But for in. me, like with the, with, with the, you have the looks thing, it's hard for people to really like develop a new type of or more attractive personality. For me, for me to be like, okay, now you're funny. It's like eh. no, like no stuff <laughs> like that. No, but I'm saying I would be like, I can, I can connect. You mm-hmm. know, like I can see how, like, oh yeah, what you saying? And then I can see how like the personality can build. Like mm-hmm. there's gonna, for me, hopefully, obviously, there's certain situations where it's like, yeah, you cute, but you're an asshole. I would never be with you. You know, not like that, but like there are some people where. You know, you cute and your personality seem a little this. But once we find a thing, then we can build on that thing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it just says, yeah, says that attraction is important in love and relationships. Yeah, you, know, you, want, you, want, you should want to want to fuck who you dating. Yes. Like, I see you off the bat, G. You sexy. He's going down. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's very important. Um, but, yeah, let's move to our next segment of the episode. You all know that we like to do an alodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo rabata. Goofass. Yes, you guys, we are back with our Olodo of the Week. All right, you guys, so this Olodo goes to. Oh my goodness, somebody that we really watched grow up. If you all remember, um, we watched Honey Boo Boo grow up with her mother. Mm-hmm. Right? I forgot her mama name was like Elena or something like that. 
And what they were famous for was originally pageantry. That's where we first met Honey Boo Boo on Toddlers and Tierras, mm-hmm. right? And they were just, like, so endearing for being, like, you know, the hillbilly family. You know, we love some white trash. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. That was where we all found, you know, that endearment with her. But recently, Miss Honey Boo Boo has been on social media. We've been starting to see her in her adult sense. And what I saw from Miss Honey Boo Boo, I really did not care for, guys. Um, She basically was blackfishing. Would that be the term? Blackfishing mm-hmm. on the internet. And she was doing a little accent that I just, I, I can't really play. So I'm going to let you guys hear the accent. It felt um it felt like she was impersonating Lotto to me. That's what I that's impersonating what Impersonating who? Lotto. That's what it oh, was wow, giving. Really? It was giving that like that's how she was trying to sound. Mm-hmm. Um if you all also heard the pat pat patting of the head as well was including was included in that video and Honey Boo Boo first of all you are trailer trash. Don't I was gonna say she's ghetto. Yeah, don't mistake your trailer trash and when we call you ghetto in that way as trying to emulate ghetto relating to blackness no you are ghetto because we met you as trailer trash Mm -hmm. and you have been that for all the years that we have known you yeah so that to me was what was like why is it that when they started telling you that you are ghetto and you should have matured in your stardom in the 18 plus years that we've known you Mm -hmm. that you went to go and now impersonate what you consider to be black women that's the thing. It's like a lot of times people hear ghetto, they immediately associated with blackness. But no, it, it, you ghetto, you ghetto. You, you you know, ghetto, I feel like ghetto means like, what was the definition of ghetto? You live in a certain community. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, your behavior is of that community. It's like lack of class, lack of, um, I'm looking for the perfect word. Help, help me with it. It's just to me, like, if you are... Like, when someone is ghetto, how would you describe? What is ghetto to you? Ghetto to me is somebody that does not, um, is not exposed to things, so therefore they carry themselves as somebody that still lives in, in a certain bubble. In a certain bubble. Underclass bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of Bush. Time, Bush. Bush. Bush, Bush, Bush is, is, ghetto. is ghetto. You know what I mean? Because it's basically that you don't have the social norms. You're so used to being in this segmented, this under... Um, valued place that you still carry that mentality. Yeah, you don't have class and certain things. You go out to eat, you're chewing out loud, you're making noise, you're louder for no reason. That's ghetto. So obviously she is ghetto. Even her show, her her family show is still on TV. They're still ghetto. Her mama's still ghetto with her new boyfriend, okay? Uh, Yes. And her sister as well is ghetto because her sister is pregnant with like the fourth, fifth child. Ooh, I didn't know all that. And they're mad about it because they're like, you don't don't need to have any more kids. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, their family is ghetto, but that whole head padding is like, and that even like dialect she's speaking is like, you don't, you don't need to do all of that. 
That's not mine. Yeah, you, you, you ghetto. That's you not even the that. Alabama. Where's she from? Alabama? Is she? That's not something like, are you from New uh, Nola? What, if, where, like, where, what, what is, is this, this accent? That, where is this from? She a goofy It's like, you, 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 you already ghetto. You ain't just doing any extra. Exactly. You ghetto as you are. You already ghetto. And that's what she's not connecting. It's like, oh, you thought your whiteness separated you. Exactly. You are like, a ghetto say queen. Trello, what if you say trailer park or trailer trash? Is it trailer trash? Yeah, because that's the it white ghetto. It means white ghetto. Because yeah. y'all living in a trailer. That's y'all white ghettos. Y'all don't live in the in in, in the Bronx. Y'all live in trailer parks. Exactly. That's your ghetto. Embrace it. Exactly. Girl, boom. Honey, exactly. boo boo at your big ass. We need to call you some big ass. And maybe because she got, she got a black boyfriend. Because then she got a black boyfriend. We need to call her who's, honey big back. Who's a little bit older. So, you know, maybe, you know, that's something with all this white girls. It's like once they have a black boyfriend, if they feel like that gives them the balls hmm. to, you know what I mean? Say certain things like this. Yeah. Because, let me be quiet. We already mm-hmm. had our Jonathan Majors conversation. Hell no. Yes. But yeah. Um, yeah, let's go to our Care for the Culture for the week. So our Care for the Culture goes to Stormy Daniels. Um, apparently she exposed, you know, our former president. 42. Okay. I mean 45. <laughs> like three. Okay. Donald Trump has been indicted by Mahan Grand Jury on more than 30 counts related to business fraud. You want to give us more details into that? So, yes. Yeah, so, Stormy Daniels. First of all, let's give her a round of applause. Because Stormy Daniels has done something that the January 6th insurrections did not do, mm-hmm. has done something that grabbing the pussy statements is not doing. Okay. She has managed to get a case against Donald J. Trump for him to finally be indicted. Now, people are like, what? A porn star? How'd she do that? But what did she? What she did was, during the 2016 elections, as we all know, Donald Trump was accused of a lot of sexual misconduct. And in part of those allegations of sexual misconduct was against porn star Stormy Daniels. So what our president-elect decided to do at that time was give her hush money so that he would not be exposed for the heatheness predatory slime ball that he is okay the hush money payment scheme and cover-up involvement of adult film star sunny damos that states to the 2016 presidential election what a shame i mean we all knew this though we all knew this we all knew it but you know what i am so happy that this stuck, you know? He is finally really living in the disgrace that he is because he is the first president of the United States to be charged with a criminal, with a crime. He did release a statement. He was in response to an indictment. He said, it is the um, political persecution and election interference at the highest level of history. I'm a victim here. All them big ass words don't mean nothing to me. I believe this is a witch hunt. <laughs> That's his words, he said. I believe this hitch, this witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. What what this gotta do with Joe Biden? Gene? If you don't leave Joe what old ass out of here. Like, Joe is trying to figure out his left foot from his right foot. He's trying to figure out the rest no, of his, his presidency. Because he's, you know, yeah. he's aging. Things aren't losing. But you know, they said Trump is trying to run again. He is, but uh, we stopped you in your tracks. Please don't You try can't it. do it no more. Don't Because guess it. what? <laughs> Once you a felon, one of the jobs you cannot do anymore is become the president. Office. So, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Shout out to Stormy Daniels. And that's what I always say. She kept it real. Women 
I love us as women, but one thing I always say is there's always going to be a woman that's the downfall of a man because that's the only time a man going to catch himself slipping. Mm -hmm. To that extent, it's always going to be with a woman because they're going to get all soft. They're going to do whatever. They're going to be all vulnerable. They're going to slip thinking that they are conquering a woman when, in fact, that woman had you conquered. Had Mm -hmm. you from the jump. So, low key, I'm sure him and what's his Ivanka? I'm just going to ask, what's the former first lady's name? I didn't even oh, know no. her fucking name. No, that Ivanka is his first wife. His first, Melania. Which she died already. Yeah. Melania, exactly. Mm-hmm. He buried her she in low-key waiting for a divorce. I thought she's she was, miserable. I think she was waiting on him to, you know, to die. Away. She's miserable. You can tell she ain't happy. Yeah, like, she probably hiring prostitutes on the loo. She didn't expect this. She was just supposed to be with the uh, rich real estate man. Mm-hmm. She did not expect mm-hmm. all of this. This is the public enemy. I can't imagine sleeping with such bastards. I can't imagine Disgusting. sleeping with him. At, now, with um, that, ain't no attraction, ain't no personality you with can't that build one. that. Nothing can be built. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nothing Never. for me. But, yeah, um, that's it. Do you have any other comments, statements to add? Um, You guys. We're going to have an episode next week, too. <laughs> of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Again, we, we are have not taking another break. Over 100 and we are 140 or so episode with this one. So come on. Y'all could listen to the old episodes if you're bored. Um, but I do have a quote, um, especially referring to Black China kind of rebranding herself. And the quote is small daily improvements are the key to staggering long term results and that's something i'm actually trying to do with like you know it just takes the small little steps they become mm-hmm. habits and then they'll play a role with how your future is you True. Know? um so sometimes we wait for this grand like i need to make this big move yes and things will change but no it really literally starts with a small thing mm-hmm. so small daily improvements are the key to staggering long-term re- results so again, thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate you for for your patience, your kindness. Continue to share this podcast with everyone that you know. If you want to see us on a big screen one day, okay, come on, do what you have to do. And you know what that is. Subscribe, share, like, all of that. And this is Cross Culture. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me Hey, it is Erica Mona. It's Dario, and this is Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start?